Greenbush serves learners of all ages by working with schools, communities, and agencies statewide to ensure equal educational opportunities for all. This podcast will focus on the best part of our organization, the people. With nearly 500 employees, we have a lot of good people, and this will be a way for us to shed some light on the amazing things that they are doing. Welcome to the good people of Greenbush. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Good People of Greenbush podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Williams, and on this episode, I had the opportunity to visit with the amazing Lisa McAtee and Nikki Nauman. Lisa and Nikki take care of all things hospitality at Greenbush and ensure that you are well taken care of when you attend a gathering at Greenbush. I hope you enjoy getting to know a little bit more about these two awesome ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, I am elated. We've got two more good people from Greenbush. We've got the North represented. We've got the South represented. We've got Lisa McAtee. We've got Nikki Nauman. Thank you both so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is great. Nikki knew that she was going to be joining us about five minutes ago, so she just kind of jumped in. Lisa was saying that she's very nervous about being on the podcast, but... (laughs) It's not going to be scary. We've already talked about our favorite holiday movies, and I'm excited to get into that and more. But we want to start off with what is the department that you work for, which is kind of a trick question for you guys, because you're involved with so many different things within our organization. And how many years have you been with Greenbush? I'll throw it to Lisa first. I have been at Greenbush for 26 years. Um, So right now, the department, my title is event coordinator. So here at Greenbush, I coordinate all things events uh, for um, several different departments. And that's from scheduling a room to uh, having everyone come together, food, uh, cleaning up, you know, what the presenters need, um, all the way down to billing out um, so people can pay for it so we can get some money. <laughs> so it's kind of important. It sounds yeah. like you're not busy at all, though, right? No, not at all. And that's just one of the things that I do. So yeah, that's awesome. One of many. We'll get into more a little bit later. So Nikki, how right. about you? Um, So I've been here just over a year. So I don't have the years under my belt yet that Lisa has. But um, my job title is hospitality and event coordinator. So here in the north, it's a little different. We have more of a skeleton crew, I like to call it. So I do um, hospitality, catering, food, um greeting people, I'm decorating, <laughs> cleaning up where we need to, uh, helping presenters, helping people, just making everybody feel at home. I feel like that's wrapping up my job title in a nice bow. Just taking care of people. I love it. You, you left mixologist off of that list because- Oh, that's you, right. Yes. Yeah. Like we had a lovely little superintendent event this summer and she made up these very fun drinks. What were they called? Do you remember the titles of them? Oh gosh, the mocktails. Oh man, you really put me on the spot. I don't remember <laughs> what they called them. Uh, this is why it? we um, have editing in, in podcast world. <laughs> right? Uh, the superintendent meeting on the beach or something like that. 
<laughs> yeah. Board yeah. meeting on the beach, wasn't Board it? Board meeting on the beach. You yeah, yes. there we go. Yes, I can't remember the other one, but that was the one I feel like I liked that name the most, so it stuck. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I love that we have like such a difference in the number of years that you guys have been doing. I mean, you do very similar jobs, but 26 years, one year. And Lisa, uh, I don't know that you know this. I tell a story about you, but I don't say that it's you because I do a presentation <laughs> about Gmail and about organizing it and keeping your inbox clutter-free. Yeah. And I think I did that with you at one point. And I always do this little thing where I say, all right, somebody raise your hand and let me know the number of emails that you have in your inbox. And I'm pretty sure that you hold the all-time record for the number of emails in your inbox. Is that accurate? That is, that is so true because you never know when you're going to need to pull one up just like that. So That's right. I That's have right. them saved from eternity. <laughs> and I think I've I've probably uh, hyperbolized a little bit the number of emails that's in your inbox because I I think I, I'm I'm going with telling people that you've got like 175,000 emails in your inbox now at this point just to make the other people in the audience feel maybe a little bit better because they have fewer <laughs> than what Lisa McAtee has. <laughs> I'm glad you don't use my name. No, I would never, I would never, I would never uh, email Shane to anybody, especially you, Lisa. <laughs> it's fine. All right, let's talk about the past. What did you do before Greenbush? I'll throw it to Nikki first this time. Uh, before Greenbush, I was with the Lawrence Public Schools for about 10 years. I started very small in food service when we first moved to Lawrence. I needed a schedule that fit my daughter's schedule and she was a kindergartner. So food service was it for me. And I um, started small. Worked my way up to management there, and I was there for several years. And um, then I moved to Quail Run as the administrative assistant, so still within Lawrence Public Schools, actually working with um, Dr. Michael Coons. He was my principal there. That's where I met him. And I was there just over a year, and I had an opportunity just to move to HR, uh, which was going to fit my family really well. So I did that. And then Michael reached out to me a few months after I was there and said, hey, we've got this position I think you'd be great for. So totally snatched you away from Lawrence he Public did. Schools. <laughs> yeah. He sure did. And I loved my time there and all the yeah. people. I built great relationships, but I'm really enjoying doing that here as well. Very cool. Awesome. Lisa, awesome. it's just been a couple of years ago, but tell us tell us what you did before Greenbush. Um, before Greenbush, I worked at um, International Paper in Pittsburgh, which is a bag company. Um, when I started there... <laughs> This is going to make you all laugh. I was a fork truck driver um, in the plant um, because I had worked in a food service um, assistant manager at some different locations. And I decided that that being an assistant manager and working um, those hours wasn't for me. So I took a leap and just did that. Well, I soon realized I didn't really like that. Um but I moved up into, I say moved up because the offices were upstairs at this location. And uh, I did uh, the plant um, production control, which was scheduling all the machines to run for customers and making sure customers were taken care of. Um, and then did some plant accounting work for them. Um, then when my husband and I got married, um, I live a mile from Greenbush and I was driving by Greenbush every day uh, going to Pittsburgh. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to give that a try because, you know, Pittsburgh's not that far away. But then again, you know, when you drive it every day. So I came to Greenbush and the rest is history. I've been here since. 
That's awesome. Very cool. Whenever you first said paper company, my mind immediately went to the office. Like Lisa McAtee was working for some <laughs> Michael Scott kind of character. And, and but no, she's I in there driving that. forklifts and stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. How crazy. cool is that? All right. Know. Let's talk about icebreakers. Each guest gets to choose a random icebreaker question. Lisa chose the question. How would your parents describe you? Um, yes, my parents would describe me as um, I was a middle child, but they had two sets of age groups of kids. Um, my older brother and sister were 10 years older than me. And then my little sister and I were um, 18 months apart. But I was kind of the peacemaker between the two, the older and the younger part. Peacemaker didn't cause any trouble. Boy, did that change. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have white in your color code? <laughs> uh yes a little, a little bit a little mm -hmm. bit okay there, mm -hmm. there's the peacemaker part all right. right nikki chose what is your favorite holiday movie and what does that say about you yes so my favorite holiday movie is krampus i don't know if anybody has seen this movie you say krampus a, krampus yes krampus okay i'm googling yes. so yeah google it it's a holiday horror movie oh right but okay it's based around, i'm intrigued um, yeah, so it's based around this German, I wouldn't say like folklore style of what Santa Claus is and the holiday spirit. And so um, it's pretty much this family and that, you know, all the chaos of the holidays gets to them. And um, it's based around sort of this one little boy and his, he loves, really believes in Santa. And then all of his family comes and make this big mess and everybody's upset. And he just like rips up his Christmas list and throws it into the wind and like, you know, forget you Santa so then instead of Santa Krampus comes to town so um yeah I think that says about me I love Halloween <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> holiday so moving in to Christmas also I love Thanksgiving and Christmas but um I was introduced to that movie a few years ago and it really took the cake I it has comedy the horror factor Christmas it's like everything all in one and also a really cool story so you have to check wow it out. That's so cool. That that movie has immediately gone to the top of my to watch list. That's I've never it's never even been on my radar and I've considered I know, myself it's a, one of those weird random movies. But yeah. um, after you watch it, you'll have to report back and let me know what you think. Oh, I will. I will. I can't wait for that. That's so cool. <laughs> Yay. We're finding new movies like we could just start like a movie review podcast. Let's let's go I'm ahead and do that. that. Yes, I love movies. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh we are going to have to bring it back to Greenbush kinds of stuff since this is the good people of Greenbush podcast. We want to know the thousand foot view. We talked about all the different things that you guys are involved in. Uh, but what what like is it that you do at Greenbush, like a day to day kind of look at that? But more specifically, what keeps you busy? But also what are you really passionate about that you're doing within the organization? And I'll throw it to whoever wants to go first. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. <laughs> I'll go. Um, I um, I love to take care of people uh, to make sure that they're taken care of. So um, on a daily basis, I'm answering the phone. Um, we do a lot of uh, teacher in-services and teacher credentialing, trying to get their license renewed. So we have a lot of phone calls asking about where they can get their college credit and how to do that. Um, and I like walking them through um, Greenbush Plus, which Ronnie has um, been a big part of, um, the on-demand sem seminars and the PDP toolbox information. So 
um, as well as the other part of taking care of people, that's um, daily a phone call about that. And I, I just like helping people, making sure that they get done what they need done. I guess I should simultaneously say I'm sorry and thank you for taking care of all of our Greenbush <laughs> Plus people because I know there's there's been a lot of people that reach out about that. Yes, <laughs> it, yes, every day. But every that's day. fine. That's yeah, that's fine. That's what we're here for. Say, um, answer their questions and take care of them. Awesome. The awesome. outside people as well as our inside people. So, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Nikki, how about you? Yeah, um, I mean Lisa wrapped up in a beautiful bow. That is taking care of people that that comes to my mind as well. And for me, this place coming from the school district and having different roles within the school district to now being on this side, on the service side to service the teachers, the educators, it's really cool. I have these great full circle moments where I used to service mostly the students, sometimes the teachers, and I got to really dig in there. And now I get to dig in on the other side and see all the hard work that goes into it. And be there to offer them a cup of coffee and a hot meal and, you know, just whatever they need. I feel like my day to day is very much surrounds that. Lisa's so great at those tough questions about college credit and all the nuts and bolts part. So I'm so happy to have her. Um, I definitely feel the taking care of people as well. I love it. And and speaking from the perspective of somebody that used to attend Greenbush events as a non-Greenbush employee, I'm going back 13 years to the beginning of my career, and I didn't even know what a Greenbush was. Somebody said, you're going to Greenbush, you're going to go to this professional learning opportunity, you're going to have a great time, and you're going to get well taken care of. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. Get in my little car, go down the road, I walk into this building, Lisa McAtee is at the front of that thing, smiling, welcoming me in. Uh, there's food everywhere, there's delicious beverages the the thing that I remember about that most more than anything was just how happy all of the Greenbush employees really seemed. And it wasn't it, it's, it's never fake. Like it's people are genuinely happy working at our company. And like you guys both said, it's just all about taking care of people. And uh, that is really the thing that intrigued me the most about working at Greenbush was just, well, why are all these people so happy? Like, why are they all just absolutely jazzed every time that, that, you know, these strangers are coming into their building, they're taking care of them. And uh, I will always remember that uh, as a reason why I wanted to come and work at Greenbush. It's because of like you guys, like you guys are the front, front of the shop, right? You're the first ones that, that are greeting people. You're taking care of people on the back channel. Uh, and that's, that's why you guys are here on the podcast. You're good people. And I appreciate you. So thank you for sharing those stories with us. But I want to, yeah, I want to dive into like maybe a more specific success story because, you know, I've I've kind of shared mine uh, as far as like hospitality goes. Like that was my specific success story for you guys. I know that you guys are involved in that a lot and different things come up. But what is a specific success story that comes to your mind? Lisa, you've got 26 years of material to go through. I'm sure that there is tons of stories, but if you could maybe uh, share just one with our audience, we would love to hear it. Um, just another one of those. Um, I got a thank you. That you, I mean, you, you get thank yous, but you don't get a thank you. Thank you. And, and I, and just like Nikki, we aren't here for the thank yous. We're just here to make people feel good. Um, but when you get a handwritten note, um, and it's a thank you for talking me off the ledge. I, you know, <laughs> and it was basically did say that. Take, thank you for talking me off the ledge because I needed so much help. And 
that's, you know, that makes you feel good because it makes you feel appreciated. Absolutely. Tiny gesture that doesn't take much effort, but man, it, it means the world. That's, that's an awesome one. Right. How about you, Nikki? Yeah. And so mine is um, another tiny gesture. I really do think it is about the small things sometimes, especially when educators are being thrown so many curveballs when they come here. Um, you know, we had a group of ladies coming through the lunch line and it wasn't at me specifically, but she looked at the lady next to her and she said, there's a bowl of bobby pins in the bathroom. And I almost cried when I saw it. <laughs> and, I, and I put a bowl of bobby pins in the bathroom. It's just part of, you know, again, yeah. I took a little, you know, from Lisa, I, I came to visit Gerard. Everything was very nice. There's lots of like little touches. And I wanted to bring that here too. I want people to feel taken care of sort of in every way. If you need a bobby pin for a girl, that's a big deal. And for her to hear her say that, it did make me feel really good. The fact yeah. that I thought like, I'm just going to put these in here. Somebody might need one. And she genuinely it made her day to have that bobby pin sitting right there in the bathroom after these like right. months covid's crazy work is crazy to come to a place right. that's just sitting there so mm -hmm. so small but really so like big <laughs> in the big picture right yeah and and that's you know lots of what we do is just make people feel comfortable um just like the mother's den places that we have um they're so appreciative that they have a place that they can go and lock the door and put their stuff in a refrigerator or have a snack while they're sitting there. Um, it's just the little things like that you, that you don't think about having a bounce that you can, or a, um, something that you can spray on your clothes so you don't have wrinkles. I mean, you know, stuff like that. It's yeah, just, it truly you know, is. It truly is the yeah. small things and, yeah. and feeling taken care of in that small way when you are, I feel like educators especially are used to taking care of everyone else. So it feels nice for them. That's right. I hear you guys say all the time, come to Greenbush, you're going to get pampered. It's going to be a great day. And, and that definitely <laughs> occurs. And I'm not going to have any use for a hairpin anytime soon, yeah. unfortunately, but, <laughs> but I'll never look at a hairpin again. And that was such a beautiful story. I love that. It, it really is the little touches. <laughs> all right, let's wind it down. Is there anything else that you guys would like to share? Um, anything that you would want people to know about you, the job that you do and, and what's going on at work? Come see us. Yeah, I yeah, come see us. Take some time, take some time for yourself. Learn a little bit, and we'll be here to take care of you. And I just feel privileged every day to be part of such a great community, the the good people of Greenbush. You know, <laughs> that's right. I I couldn't have said it any any better. We are definitely lucky to have you two amazing ladies uh, greeting folks every single day. So just like you said, come on down to Greenbush. You're going to be greeted with a smile and maybe even a bobby pin as well. <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's awesome all right ladies thank you so much for agreeing to be a part of the podcast appreciate you guys so much the work that you do is incredible uh you make people like me look good and i just really really appreciate you both so thank you so much thank you ronnie this is thank great thank you ronnie yes thanks To borrow a line from a famous restaurant, when you're here, you're family. Attending a meeting at Greenbush should be fun, exciting, engaging, and an excellent learning opportunity. In addition to all of that, Lisa and Nikki ensure that you are comfortable and that you are well taken care of. So 
The next time that you come to campus and have a question or a need for maybe even a bobby pin, don't hesitate to ask Lisa and Nikki. They will definitely get you taken care of. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at ronnie.williams at greenbush.org or at Ronnie Loves Tech on social media. Thank you for listening to the Good People of Greenbush podcast.